Hi, I'm Melissa, and this is the Numbers in Tech podcast. Every entrepreneur has a story. Listen to women discuss the financial side of their business, both the challenges and successes. Let's grab life by the bottom line. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the next podcast edition. I am here with Natalia Barbin. And her business is Hello Beautiful and Company. Welcome, Natalia. Thanks for having me. We're very excited to have you on. And before we even just dive right in, can you tell the listeners a little bit about what Hello Beautiful and Co. is for those that aren't familiar with you? Sure, I'd love to. So the whole purpose of Hello Beautiful and Co. is really to spread positivity and light and just remind us who we are from the inside and out. And I do this by providing um, fashionable t-shirts for women. So um, I feel like it's a really easy way to share the message because you can just wear it and others can see it. And um, I also added um, inspirational jewelry to um, my shop recently. And so that has been really fun. Great. I was gonna say you're wearing one of your t-shirts today and I think you're, inaugural t-shirt it just says hello beauty full right on it right yeah that has been become our top seller and it's been a little over three years um in the business and that's really what started the business is this t-shirt so it's still around and still in the same exact style and color okay and can you share a little bit of the backstory of why you even created this fantastic and popular t-shirt um sure yeah it Um, started out from just a tragedy that um, our family went through um, when my brother passed away unexpectedly and um, he actually used to say hello beautiful to um, to me my mom my sister and um, when he passed away we we um, all were trying to search for something that maybe a voicemail that he left that would say, hello, beautiful. You know, that's how he would answer the phone when um, I would call him. He just, you know, hello, beautiful, or walk in the door, hello, beautiful. And we were just looking to find that. And, of course, I didn't save any voicemails from him or anything like that. But um, what really, when these words really impacted us is when we did a candlelight ceremony for him and um, many people came that we did not know, just people around the community mm-hmm. that he um, got to know, like, you know, people who worked at a coffee shop or, you know, random places around town. And they actually shared the same thing. They said he would greet them with hello, beautiful also. And mm-hmm. so it just kind of became even more special at that time. And, um, you know, as with loss or with you know mm-hmm. anything like that that happens in your life you reevaluate what you're doing and <clears throat> where you are in life and i um months after decided to quit my job and be home with my with my boys and just wanted to do something with those words but i wasn't sure exactly what i just wanted everybody to know mm-hmm. um and one day i just kind of realized that it wasn't about me being beautiful it was the beauty that he had and he chose to share it with the world he was the beautiful one full of beauty 
And so that's how kind of, it just kind of clicked in, hello, beautiful. Mm-hmm. And I was like, the beauty's within you. And I, I just want to encourage people to share that with others. And so the next thing was like, well, what do I do? You know, I started painting stuff. I started doing like, cause I'm crafty and mm-hmm. um, a t-shirt sh- seemed like the easiest way to spread the message to others. And everyone so, loves a t-shirt. Everyone loves a t-shirt. And I used to not really wear graphic t-shirts to, to me that when that idea came, it was kind of oh, like, who's, you know, like it's outside of your norm. Yeah, it wasn't something that I like always bought graphic tees or anything like that. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, you know, I'm going to create this T-shirt. I'm going to share the message. I get, I get to talk about what's on my heart and share a little bit of him and his light with the world. And I just, my goal was, like, I just want to see everybody wearing it. I just want to walk down the street and see, like, a random person wearing it. And that really was the only, the only plan. Yeah. <laughs> and know? it's amazing, too, the power of just two or three words, you know. Hello, beautiful. Yeah. And every time when I pronounce it, people will be like, oh, you have an accent when you say it. And I'm like, no, it's beautiful. So I I say it to make sure they understand it's three different words. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I always kind of slow down when I say it. Mm -hmm. So it seems like I'm maybe mispronouncing the word because people aren't used to hearing it that way. Right, right. And also what you said, and, and I've heard you, we've worked together for a few years now, and I've heard you tell this story a few times and I feel like I have it memorized. I think it's such a wonderful story, but also the fact um, you talk about the candlelight service. And um, I know when, when I lost my mother at a young age, it's still one of those memories of her service and all the strangers that came up to me and shared their stories, whether it was one sentence or Mm -hmm. 10 minutes how impactful that's been to me all these years later. Yeah. And anytime I know anyone else that's experienced loss, the importance of one, showing up, and two, sharing just something little, whether it's mm-hmm. I appreciated your loved one's smile, their positive energy, what they said. You yeah. realize the impact that we all can make on others, Absolutely. which we think it's just this minimal act, and it can be very, very heavy. Yeah, I I could not agree more. And I think that's one of the things that I felt the most um, because we had a lot of people reach out even through Facebook messages Mm -hmm. and, you know, um, just letting us know different impacts that he's had on their lives. Mm -hmm. And these were young people. Mm -hmm. And um, your brother brother was quite young when he he was 21. Yeah. When he passed away. So um, just how much it does matter, like those little mm-hmm. things, you know, like you're saying, smile at a stranger. And that's how it really started out, like my Instagram and all of that. Mm-hmm. It was just like, take the time to say hello. Smile at somebody. You don't know what they're going through. You know, somebody's being mean to you or being cruel or whatever. You don't know they're, what they're dealing with on the inside or what their struggles are at home. Like sometimes just thinking about the – and just being – positive and yeah kind, no you've you got know? that directly oh. I even wrote this down because I wanted to make sure to share it on your website you've got let's spread this positivity around the world be kind smile more take the time to say hello love and share your beauty inner beauty and I wrote that like the first the first day when I launched my website really? and I have not changed it because every time I go and I try to update something I'm just like that that just stayed. 
that mm-hmm. never got updated or changed because that's just really what it is still about. That's that's your core value. Yeah. So you said you started about three years ago. Was that three, um, four years ago that you? Yeah, I guess it will be four years in March. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So what were the first steps you took? You said, okay, I'm going to create this T-shirt. How? how like, what were your humble beginnings? Oh goodness, uh, you're going to take me back there. <laughs> Um, I registered the business. That's like the, okay. my husband's like, you have to make it official, mm-hmm. register the business. So that was kind of fun looking into all of that because I don't have any background with business or any of that. So I yeah, I guess we should go there. What was your <laughs> profession before Hello Beautiful? Uh, dental, actually. Okay. Yeah. So I, I was a dental assistant for over 15 years. Okay. So, yeah, it was all about teeth and, I guess, providing <laughs> smiles, but in a different way, right? Right, right. <laughs> so, but, you register your business. Yeah, I registered my business, and then I started trying to figure out, because um, I already kind of knew the name. You know, I mm-hmm. wanted the name to be, I guess we'll go back a little bit. The first thing was the name. Mm-hmm. I knew I wanted I wanted it to be Hello, Beautif- Hello Beautiful. Mm-hmm. I just didn't know what it was going to be. So, that's why it's just and company, because... I wanted the T-shirt, but I thought maybe it'd grow into a blog or maybe, who knows, like maybe mm-hmm. it's not what I'm going to be selling or maybe it's not going to be sales. So I just wanted to kind of have a business name that could eventually grow and become something more if it No, it's an it important did. consideration to you not know? block yourself into a corner. Yeah, because I didn't really have an idea of where it was going to go. Mm-hmm. So um, once we had that figured out, um, I started building my website and still use the same website. I mean, I've tweaked it mm-hmm. quite a bit over the years. Do you use years. a template or? Um, yeah, I do. Okay. So it's pretty easy. Um, it's through GoDaddy. Okay. So it's pretty mm-hmm. easy to um, manage by myself. And I've added a store and a blog to it. And mm-hmm. yeah. So. Is your store, like, do you use like Shopify or mm-hmm. no? No. Is I directly through your website it's creation? It's through my website. Yeah. Everything's Good for you. It's it's a lot of work. I feel <laughs> like I, there's an easier way now. I feel, but mm-hmm. moving everything over and that hasn't been something that. Yeah, and the tech's always evolving and changing. Yeah. So, did you use social media right off the bat, or did you just use your website? So I did my website, and then um, I ended up just taking my personal social media that had like 120 followers, my friends and family, mm-hmm. and changing the name for like a week and then doing just a a post about what the name was about and just kind of letting them know that Mm -hmm. I'm going to, you know, start this. Right. Not really a business. I didn't even really call it a business. I just said I'm just started being more encouraging with my posts. Share your message. mm -hmm. And announce the T-shirt and why I did the T-shirt and things like that. Did you feel like your audience really grew or is responsive in those very early days? Or did it take you, you know, a while? It took a while. It, okay. I should tell you, my first um, my first T-shirt order was 12 T-shirts. Okay. Because what if I fail? What if mm-hmm. nobody wants the T-shirt? You're minimizing the your risk. Yeah. Um, I did a photo shoot with my cousin and a couple other girls that agreed to do mm-hmm. a photo shoot. Mm-hmm. So we had, a, it was all official. We had pretty pictures and <laughs> one t-shirt and uh-huh. 12 to sell. And then I launched with 12 t-shirts. Okay. Um, so that's. And how was your initial launch? 
I sold them, obviously. Nice. <laughs> but, uh, so it had to feel good. Yeah, yeah, it did. I still remember to this day my first customer, and um, it was it was pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. So then, what what did you do next? Did you decide? Did you decide to just continue on with t-shirts, or did you immediately expand your product line? No, um, I probably only stayed. I'd have to go and look for sure, but with the Hello Beautiful t-shirt for a good year, mm-hmm. or maybe a little bit less, um, mm-hmm. the, the whole goal was just to promote that shirt. Mm-hmm. I wanted it to be everywhere. Um, a few local boutiques um, I reached out to, they would sell it. Um, I just wanted to talk about what that means and being beautiful from the inside out and things like that. So I really focused that first year on that one design I did add it in a different color and like a crew neck or a v-neck you know I find it interesting that you you still in year one knew to not just sell it yourself that you reached out to local local shops and asked them to put it in their stores yeah it was it was out of my comfort zone yeah yeah sales are hard I I, one thing I hate or I, I said I would never do is sales. <laughs> and look at you now. My husband's in sales and he's been in sales all his life. And I was like, I could never do your job. Mm-hmm. And um, here I am. Yeah. So it's different, though. I feel like it's just different. Well, and two, it's, it's your product and your message. You're not selling someone else's dream. You're selling yours. Yeah. Which really makes a difference when it comes to sales. Yeah, I, I think if you're passionate about it, and mm-hmm. it it's, comes from a different place, for sure. So, of course, I always like to ask everyone, I feel like you kind of answered it, but I'll just say it out there. You know, I always ask, did you did you have to get financing to open your business or self-fund? But it started, like, for you, because you started, you know, at the very minimum and grew from there that you've been able to just self-fund along the way? Yeah, I... Yep, I just put every dollar back into the business. Mm-hmm. Um, initially, I say my husband was my sponsor. You know, <laughs> I just took his credit card and sure, uh, and that did that. But um, ever since the business, for the most part, um, all the money that has come in, my goal was to reinvest back into the business and grow it. So, mm-hmm. did you? Did you ever seek out like any experts or mentors or anything like that? Since business wasn't your background. Or have you just kind of been self-taught? Yeah, I think for the most part, self. Okay. Self. Self-taught. Yeah. There's my accent. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But we have an amazing community here, Mm -hmm. and I feel like I never, I never knew that until the business started. Mm -hmm. But just being surrounded by other like-minded business owners has really helped me a lot. I think that's how we met at a local women's networking event. And yeah, we're very fortunate here in the Treasure Valley. Um, It's very entrepreneurial. And especially for women, I feel um, the community here is strong, supporting one another. Yeah. Yeah, it has. It has been a huge help for me. That's good. That's good. So you started with a website. And now I feel like you use Instagram a lot for your business. Would you agree? Do you like Instagram? How has that changed? Uh, love and hate with Instagram, okay. for sure. Um, but yes, definitely, I feel like my customer is on Instagram. Um, so I have to put time into that. And, you know, we have some local business owners that talk about Instagram and all that stuff. So starting to, to use it more as a job versus 
scrolling. Mm-hmm. So I've tried to train myself over the years a little bit just to kind of focus on what I need to do on Instagram versus just doing it for fun. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So. And I think it's obviously worked because if you went from 120 followers in the beginning to now you have thousands of followers, you're obviously relating yeah. to others. Yeah, which is which is exciting. And sometimes I feel like nobody's listening, you know, and then you get like a random <laughs> Oh, no, <comment>. we're listening. <laughs> we're listening. Not everybody's engaging all the time. True. So it can feel like nobody hears you. Yes. And, that's, and I've had to let go of that part mm-hmm. that people do hear. They just don't always engage. Engage. Yeah. And I think that's one thing. It's interesting you say that because I, I try to think of that, too, and not just scroll and, and set a time every day or when I open my Instagram, but to also engage and give feedback, even okay. if it's just a thumbs up or a comment or something, because that in itself is also inspiring or could be you could be having a tough day and that's the kindness or the support you need to know to keep going yeah i agree it's kind of like it's it's silent on the other end unless someone i try to like if i'm liking a photo i'll definitely try to comment otherwise i feel like the likes just kind of get unnoticed which is sad in a way that we kind of don't even pay attention to the likes anymore and we want we want the words we want the words yeah. But you have to change with the <laughs> social media changes and, you know, it's, right. it's all right. different. So how did you know when you were ready to take the next step to go from T-shirts to the next product? I think it's when people um, started asking me. Really? So, so your customer base asked? Mm-hmm. They or? were like, so what's next? Are you going to have another T-shirt? And I'm like, no. <laughs> um, I was just going to try to sell this forever, you uh-huh. know? Um, and then lo- the local community, you know, oh, well, are you going to do an Idaho t-shirt? And I'm like, I wasn't thinking about it, you know. So, so listening to your customers and giving them what they asked for. Interesting. Yeah. So actually my first Idaho design is just an Idaho with hearts kind of, you, you've seen it, mm-hmm. hearts that are just flowing out. And it says, mm-hmm. be kind, be loved, be beautiful on it is still my number one seller. And that was my first Idaho one, which is kind of interesting. Right, right. Your local community is your your strong customer base. But I know you've even had shops reach out to you from outside of the United States. Are they more traditional in wanting the original T-shirt? or? Um, Yeah, usually when a new shop, um, there's a few local, not local, well, a few local boutiques, but there's a few boutiques in the U.S., Mm-hmm. that carry my items and they usually will start with the hello beautiful design mm-hmm. um i also had one in the netherlands as you yeah, know I remember that that yeah. was really great. that was exciting yeah it was great so yeah she we did the hello beautiful for her in different colors and mm-hmm. that, so. okay and now so you've gone from t-shirts to do you still offer jewelry i know for a time you were selling jewelry also Yes, I do. Yeah. So I had a couple um, beautiful custom, hello, beautiful um, little statement pieces made. Mm -hmm. Um, Most of the jewelry is really to just um, complement the T-shirts. So it's very minimalistic, very, you know, elegant, simple, Mm -hmm. something that you could gift with the T-shirt. And each one on the back says you are beautiful on the inside and out. So I wanted that message to kind of continue in the jewelry pieces. Mm-hmm. So do you have any big projects you're working on now or things coming up? I mean, as we're sitting down talking, it's October, so we've got the holiday season coming. What What's next? 
Yeah, the holiday season, well, there's a lot of issues with getting products and things yeah. like that. So it's been it's been um, quite stressful, but I have been just kind of trying to be ahead of the mm-hmm. ahead of all of that. So I have all my holiday stuff almost here and um, just kind of releasing it slowly. Mm-hmm. As you've probably seen a few new launches and things like that. Um, but really just um, what I'm most excited about is the first 10 days of November every year since I've started, I've I've been doing 10 days of giving and kind of kicking off the season of giving and the holidays and all of that with you buy a shirt and I give one to a, a nonprofit that's local. Okay. And who's the, do you know, have you announced yet? Maybe I should ask that first. Have you announced who the local nonprofit is for this year? Okay. Announced, so. but I have contacted them. Okay. So I'm okay sharing it. Oh, it's, okay. Yeah. It's somebody that well, here, I've worked. You're officially announcing it now. Okay. There we go. <laughs> um, so we are going to be um, donating the t-shirts to the Closet Inc. And it's a um, organization in Boise mm-hmm. that provides clothing for teens who are in need um, who are coming out of brokenness or, you know, they work with a lot of other smaller nonprofits also, mm-hmm. which is really great. And pretty much it's a boutique that you can come and shop and really the team comes and shops and gets whatever they want, you know, and um, it's all, it's all yeah. free. No, they're, them. they're so, a great local nonprofit. Yeah, so I, that's fantastic. I love, I love partnering with them and, um, Kelly, the um, founder of that organization, she she really because um, we've worked with them before. Like when the when the child when the teen um, picks the shirt, mm-hmm. she really makes sure that they know the they story. understand the message. They know the message, and it kind of brings a little bit of hope and encouragement into their life. That mm-hmm. out of brokenness, out of hardship, there can be something good that comes out mm-hmm. and gives them that encouragement. So, That's nice. Yeah, That's nice. I feel like it kind of continues going in a sense Mm -hmm. so do you still catch yourself like does it catch your breath if you see someone out in the community wearing one of your shirts that you weren't expecting um yeah especially when I'm with my kids and they're like mom look your shirt you know it's always like I'm always like quiet down quiet down (laughs) you know but but that's great the example you're setting for your boys also yeah I really they they help me a lot and they and they love it too. Yeah. So. Yeah. No, I think that's great. You realize the example that you're setting for them, both with the message and also the independence and the risk and the entrepreneurial side. You've got, you know, their father who's got the more traditional job and here you are setting yeah. a completely different they, they can see both business worlds. Yeah, they sure can. My oldest one is already exploring that. So it's is fun. he? Yeah. Oh, that's exciting. He's all about making money. Thirteen, <laughs> and he just wants to, you know. Yeah, it's great. So now that you've been doing this for a few years, do you find you have to kind of create motivation for yourself? In the beginning, you were obviously emotionally motivated. Is it still true now, or has it changed? Yeah, I. Now I have to work, you know, because I have orders to fill or I have boutiques to restock or I have to make sure I order or I check in with this or that. So it's not it's not as um, hard to, I guess, motivate because I have to do it. Okay, It's just finding the time in the day to do it when I have kids. And how do you find the time? Before they, wake, before they wake up. You okay. Know, that so is you become a morning person? I have become a morning person, <laughs> although I don't go to bed early. Enough, so <laughs> it's, 
But I'm most productive. You know, those two hours in the morning before mm-hmm. everyone wakes up, I can get more done than five hours when everybody's up and moving around. And mm-hmm. um, I feel like it's it's kind of an obvious question, too. The last year and a half has been really rough for everyone worldwide for, you know, between health and business and um, product delivery. How, how has it affected you? Honestly, when, when um, things, you know, got scary for a moment there for all of us and, and got hard, I panicked. The unknown I, back in early 2020 yeah. was, was very scary. I, I, it was, yeah, the unknown is really what right. I think just caught everybody off guard. And I never spoke the words out loud that I was going to quit my business because I feel like when you have a strong foundation, you have like a strong why you kind of get through things and you just keep going. Like I never want to stop doing this in one way or another, you know, Mm -hmm. but when, when it got kind of unknown and scary at that moment, I thought to myself, like who needs a t-shirt, you know, uh, who's going to buy from me. I, I have all this inventory. I need to get rid of it because what am I going to do with all these shirts? I guess I'll just donate them or, you know, there's always something, but I just like that panic mode. And I never shared that with anybody. I just um, decided I'm going to discount 40% off. I've never done a 40% off discount, even on black Friday, you know, Mm -hmm. Um, I was going to discount everything 40% off. And, um, but the catch was you had to send a shirt to somebody to encourage them or bless them so they could leave a note and I would mail the shirt to whoever. Okay. So it kind of turned into, you know, let's encourage others. Let's, you know, let someone know you're thinking of them and all of this stuff. Right. In this very stressful time, let's still try and be a message of hope or For some reason, that that, that was the idea that I had. And I thought, you know, this way they bless somebody, they get the 40% off. I get rid of my inventory and everyone's happy, right? And we do some good. Um, but then when I, you know, you start reading the messages that people are writing to others and mm-hmm. sending them the shirts and things like that, and it was the answer I needed, that, oh no, my shirt, people do need it, you know? Mm-hmm. It's different. And I've talked to you about this struggle too back in, in mm-hmm. that time. But it's what the answer that I needed for myself to continue going. And I feel like from that moment, I know for a fact that I will continue going. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You gave me chills with that because I think too, it even goes back to your origin of, of your brother's positive message, and it came back to you, in in the dark times that everyone was feeling, um, to continue with that. Yeah, because I, I mean I want to make a difference, and I want to, mm-hmm. you know, it kind of it started out about who he was and and keeping his you know, memory alive and things, but it has changed, has become into who I am and who I want to be mm-hmm. and who I want others to be and who they could, can be mm-hmm. and are, you know. Right. So the impact has trickled out. Yeah. Which is something to be very proud of. Thank you. It's, <laughs> it's been a journey for sure. Right. Right. Um, so what advice do you have for anyone thinking that they want to even just create one product 
because I, I know we've when we sit and have our meetings, you know, you, you don't have this grand business plan or this big idea of what you want your business to to be when it grows up or to sell it or anything like that, which I think is refreshing. Uh, a lot of people are very intimidated by that step one, two, and three. So, yeah, I think if you obviously I don't I I didn't start with the business plan. You know, mm-hmm. I didn't have a deadline of when I wanted to do and what I wanted to do. But I think if that's something you want to do to start a business and you have an idea, I think just take that step and go for it. You mm-hmm. know, um, the pieces will come together. Um, and if you have to shift a different direction, it's OK. Mm-hmm. And um, I still sometimes think like maybe it's not going to be T-shirts. Some, like I don't maybe it's going to be something else. And I'm OK with that. Mm-hmm. But at this time, this is what it is, and I love that. And so I'm just, that's what I'm doing. Any wild goals, dreams, crazy thoughts that you want to put out there that maybe we can look for or maybe even, too, we can encourage you on? You know, I just said that I don't really know if the T-shirt thing is going to be forever, <laughs> but <laughs> but I would love it to, you know, be a wholesale brand eventually and just available in different parts of the U.S. or the world, um, t- um, so the message could reach more people. I would love it for to, for for the business to give back more as it grows. And um, honestly, I love community, so I feel like if I wasn't doing direct sales all the time, then I would be doing something more community related. Related. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Um, how do you even? And I think this is more to share it with the audience. How do you even approach wholesale? Do you Did you begin just by reaching out to stores that you liked? I mean, if someone was like, oh, maybe I want to try doing wholesale and not direct to consumer, how did you begin? So I didn't really research out wholesale <laughs> or anything like that. I just walked into a store, a small, another small business. So... My goal was just to start small, just walk into a boutique Mm -hmm. that I thought would be great to carry my items. Mm -hmm. And so I started with a gift shop and they loved my product and they didn't have any t-shirts at the time. And so they agreed to it. It was like the first person I talked to, they placed an order for 12 t-shirts. Now you have to also um, keep in mind that at that time, my inventory that I was ordering really wasn't for wholesale Mm. so my my profit Mm. margin over here was like three dollars a shirt Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. but I looked at it as advertisement sure and um so I just went ahead with that um my second store that I went to I thought would be great I it was so cute you know and um they said no and it broke me Mm -hmm. it um I did not I did not prepare myself to hear a no. So uh, <laughs> it took me a while to go. I say, like, how back long again. did it take you to go to the third store and ask? I don't even remember, but um, I had to really prepare myself to what I would say if somebody said no. And um, mm-hmm. I can't remember who told me. Maybe it was you. I don't remember. But <laughs> something about you have to get so many no's before you can. Yep be comfortable with it and move on and yeah 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 stuff like that it's very true it's very true and 
And every time we get a no, it, it, it can hurt. But then you also have to just step back and take it as a learning opportunity. Okay, how can I change my pitch? What what would have possibly made that a yes? And we also can't be the right fit for everyone. Because not everybody is my customer, and that's, right. and that's okay. Right. And I have come to a very good, like, happy place with that. Mm-hmm. I don't want everybody to have my shirt. There is there is a customer for it, and, you know, and that's no. how it is. So Yeah, I agree. And same with competition, because we know competition, uh, collaboration over competition, right? Right, right. Even brands who are doing similar things, but they're – their customer base is still different. Right. And we can right. still work together. No, no, I agree with that. Um, you know, when I when I do consultations with prospective clients, and on the one hand, it's, it's wonderful when, yeah, they want to become my client, but sometimes that's not even the right choice. And there's other times where it's hurtful when they say no. But that hurt, that sting does go away. And after a while, it doesn't even hurt as bad because you know that the right clients and customers are out there for you. Yeah. And so I'd rather have a no right off the bat than have this painful breakup later on. Yeah, I agree with that. And I, I think anybody who's looking, you know, to even go and try wholesale, like don't don't let the no stop you. You know, I I think I've shared this with you, too, because I've shared a lot of things with you um, over the years. But um, one of the boutiques that I really wanted to be part of and um I did get a note from her too, which now she sells my products all the time. So, um, and it's we talked, and we've, and we've right. talked about it, and it was it was just the day. Oh, it was okay. just the day, you know. Right. And um, it goes back to you don't know what the the yeah. other person's struggles are or what's going on in their life that day. Yeah. So sometimes a no is just a later or a maybe or you know. True. And you can Very go and revisit point. that again. So, I mean, you have to keep in mind when I went, I had one design, one T-shirt, you know, 20 <laughs> in stock. Nobody knew sure. who, who I was or what I was doing. So somebody would have had to really believe in my story and to try mm-hmm. to, you know. So. Mm-hmm. Which that's a good point. Now you, you do have this this blog and this website and this Instagram presence that your story is out there. Um, much more in volume than it probably was back in year one. Yeah, for sure. It's de- it's definitely different now. Well, thank you for coming on and sharing your story with us because I do think it's a beautiful one. It comes out of a place of of sadness, and you've you know really turned it around to to continue your brother's memory and also bring happiness to so many others. And I, I don't think there's a a greater thing any of us could do with our lives. So thank you for persevering with that. Well, I appreciate you giving me the platform to talk about sure. it. Sure. So now I want to get on to kind of the funny part of the end of this, where I'm just going to ask you a few short questions that are non-business related, and we won't discuss it. I just want to hear what what your thoughts are. So you ready? I think so. Okay. All right. Goodness. Question one. What is your idea of perfect happiness? Um, I think it comes down to joy. Um, I think that if, I think joy isn't based on circumstances. And so I think sometimes we think we always have to be happy or smiling, but when we have joy, which for me, joy is found in my Lord and Savior, I feel like when I have that foundation, then 
you can have joy in the middle of hardships and trials and pain and um even if you don't have a smile on your face you can still have joy so for me it's more about joy than than just having the appearance of happiness if that makes sense Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. nice what profession other than what you currently have would you like to attempt um Design sounds fun, you know. I I love um, interior design. I'll move my furniture around in my house <laughs> a few times a year. And uh, I love planning and designing parties and all of that stuff. It's So that would be, you know, I'd probably enjoy something like that. Is there a profession you would not like to have in the future? Well, sales. <laughs> still. I still don't have a good, uh, yeah, I don't yeah, dire- direct sales, but that's what I'm doing in a <laughs> sense. I know, right? I just, that's my that's my worst, you know. Well, you're obviously good at it. <laughs> so what would you We say? need to find a different name for it. Okay. I, it's not sales. Right. What am I doing? <laughs> yeah, we'll have to think on that one. Okay. Yeah, I think sales has kind of gotten a bad rap, yeah. just the word. All right, what is your motto? Um, if you had to pick one for you right now, I would say I do know, and that actually sits on my computer right now at home. Um, sometimes, you know, when you have a best friend, you throw ideas at her and, and, um, or somebody that you talk to all the time, you know, um, I always say, I don't know. I would tell her something and I'd say, I don't know. And one day she just pointed it out to me. She's like, you know, you always say that, but you always know you at the end of the conversation always tell me exactly what you're doing and what you want to do so stop saying i don't know you do know and so it was kind of one of those things and i wrote it down and it sits in my office now and sometimes when you know when you're one business owner you don't have somebody to ask Many opinions yeah. you know it's hard to make that final decision and sometimes i just go with it i don't ask too many opinions and i just this is what i want i do it i know what i want and I just go for it. I like that. I do know. I do know. I like that a lot. That's great. So, well, thank you for joining us. And um, so, if people want to find you, what get, give us all your all your details, your website, your Instagram. How can they shop your products and and listen to you more? Yeah. So the easiest way um, to find me is probably just um, on social media by typing in Hello Beautiful Co. Um, if you want to get to know me more on a personal level, you can hop into my stories. I show up there once in a while. Mm-hmm. Um, and then my website, which is the same exact thing, Hello Beautiful Co. And you can shop there or through Instagram. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Numbers in Tech podcast. Future episodes will include chats with other amazing entrepreneurs. Let's keep the conversations going, whether you are running the show or working on your side hustle. We give you the business advice you need. If you learned something new or felt inspired, let me know. If you want more tips and great information, follow my Instagram account, Numbers in Tech, or email info at numbersintech.com. Always remember to grab life by the bottom line.